And the subject of loyalty is important. Number one is that loyalty is important because it is the principal qualification for every minister or every person. What is needed is called faithfulness. And I emphasized that, you know, we read in 1 Corinthians 4 to moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful, even business owners and employers. When you are employing somebody, I mean, qualification is important. I would not say it's not important. Skill is important. Everything is. But the most important asset you are looking for is a faithful person. Yes, you must have somebody who is faithful to handle your affairs for you. Because if you have somebody who has master's degree and PhD and uh, qualification in this and that, and the person is not faithful, he's not going to help you. He won't take you anywhere. He will not. It's better to have somebody who is faithful, but maybe doesn't have all these qualifications and perhaps even some kind of skill than those who are very skillful. Some people in the church, especially instrumentalists are like that. Yes. They know how to play keyboard. They they have skill. And people are looking for them. So they are around for some time. As they are around, they are looking out where else to go. The next window that opens for them, they jump and, oh, it, the slightest thing that happens, they say they are offended because they feel that they have the skill and you need them so much. Yeah. Not long ago, they left us like that. I'm sure they were saying that, look, we are leaving, then we'll see what will happen in the church. What has not happened in the church? What has not happened? Yeah. After all, the best thing is that you don't even know whether the thing is playing well or it's not playing well. It's an advantage. Yes. <laughs> so whether the person on the keyboard is careful or not, you, re- you don't know. Yeah. So that's our advantage. But whatever it is, we have been here. We have been doing church. We have been playing. And they are very good. The, 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 the young guys who play, they are all very good guys. Very, very good people. Yeah. So, the most important thing you need is reliability, which is the, a good word. Thank you. Somebody who is reliable. How many want a reliable person? Or you want a skillful person who is not reliable? So, in the church, we are also looking for reliable people. People who are always there. When you need them to do something. They will not give some excuse here and there and they are gone somewhere. Where is this person? Oh, his grandmother uh, died uh, five years ago and uh, they, they are going to do five years this thing and before the five years, the uncle also died. So now he is the new chief of the town. So he's not around. I mean, all kinds of excuses like that. Yes. And they will find just like when they are going to divorce, they find the way to make the thing very look very cogent and very powerful. The people are very skillful in giving reasons. Number two is to fight the faith column. Do you, understand? Do you remember that one? 
and the fifth column is the enemy within the church. That person who comes to you with negative comment, coming with statements, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Why is it that, you know, now uh, the way they are doing the church, we are not even interested. I've decided to find another church. Will you still be there? That's a very bad person who is there. Even when they are preaching in the church, they are sitting by you and they are making negative comments to you. They, you, you have a group that meets around and then you talk. And this one says, this, this, this. you see, anything you are trying to do, you may believe it so much, but if somebody gives negative comments about it, it affects you. True or not true? I mean, if you say you are going to marry this lady, and then you meet your friend, and you say, ah, even this guy you won't marry, oh, why? <laughs> you get problem. Well, you know they see. You, you don't think it will affect you. You may like her so much and everything, but this comment will break you down. If you don't take time, you cannot even continue with what you said you were doing. So those of you who have people in your life, friends and things who come with negative comments, insulting pastors, talking about pastors, talking about the church, talking about how the church is run, talking about the preaching and negative things. They are the fifth column. They are the people who are destroying the church. And the church can only be destroyed from within. That's why we have been through a lot of turmoil as a church over the past couple of years. But you see, these guys, they were with us and they went out. So they are fighting from outside. If they were still in and fighting, it would be a different story altogether. So the enemy without is the enemy you can see. And it is easier to deal with that enemy because you can see. But the enemy within is somebody who is with you like a brother, but is really an enemy. And the Bible says what? Cast out the scorner. Hmm? You have to cast the scorner out so that strife will cease. The next thing we talked about last week was that we need loyalty or faithfulness so that the love of God will fill the church. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples if you have love one to another. We want to feel love in the church, not hatred, not rancor. Like you come to church and um, you see, especially among the pastors, this one doesn't flow with this, and this doesn't flow with this, this doesn't talk with this, and this doesn't talk with that. And then you, begin, you see that it begins to develop uh, teams and cliques. So these are my people, these are your people. We don't meet, we don't flow, and things like that. But love of God means that we are all one people. That's why every time I want you to... You see, what I can't understand is that you come to church... And you sit by somebody 
and go through all the motions of church. And when they say, let's share the grace, you look into heaven and share the grace with heaven. And then you walk out. And you have sat by somebody and they say, you don't know who the person is. You can't even ask, good morning, my name is Jack Toronto. What is your name? I'd like to know you. Yeah. Do you see? But there should be love in the church and especially amongst the leadership because if there's, and maybe you don't see, but it's there, some churches have infighting. The assistant pastor and the head pastor are fighting. There's a church, they took an offering and when they finished taking the offering, there was a fight over the offering. So this pastor held the offering bag like this and this one to held this side of the offering bag and they were pulling it aside because everybody is looking for the money. Yeah. So there are many things that happen in churches and you see that there's no love. But when you come to church, that is where you should experience love and real love. Because the one outside that they call love is usually dangerous, isn't it? Very dangerous, yes. So church, you have to experience love and real love. And be comfortable. Ask your neighbor, are you comfortable in the church? They said what? Or you are afraid of the person sitting by you. You don't know what he's thinking right now. You have to be very comfortable. You have to be able to flow. You have to be able to talk with. You have to. Anybody. You meet anybody. Whether the person is a bishop or a deacon or whatever. Just, just say hello. This, that, that. And then flow on. Is that okay? The next thing is to have a large and successful ministerial team. Did we talk about that? We did. Okay. So, so why is that very important? That is important because if we don't have that, usually what happens is that um, a church is building up. Then somebody is angry, he's gone. This one is angry, they are gone. And it happens also in business. Somebody who you have trained and is working well, is coming up, everything, then something happens and the person is gone. So the ministerial team will always be dwindling. It is getting smaller instead of growing. And the people who work for you, who are becoming experienced and knowledgeable, you see that instead of growing what you are doing, it is rather diminishing. We have had here some pastors who were with us and they have left. Their living means that the number of pastors will reduce. Is that not so? Although our system also produces pastors. So if you leave, we'll replace you. But living means a reduction. Yeah. But we want to see increase. We want to see things growing, increasing, 
getting better and getting bigger. But not you come to church one day and the pastor you know is not there. The next week is not there. Then maybe if you care to find out, oh, he has left the church. How many want something like that to happen in this place? No, that's not what we are looking for. But that will all be together. The ministerial team will grow and be able to take care of the people very well. And everybody will be happy in the church. Say amen. And the next one, which is very close to that, is to have a mega church. Wow. To have a mega church. Now, whatever you do can never grow big without loyal people. (laughs) You need people who are loyal, people who are faithful for a church to work. Our church has about 4,000 branches. And there's church service going on in different, or there are church services in different countries, 90-something countries. And the reason why this is possible is that there are people who are loyal. They are far away in countries and things, but they are still loyal and faithful to God and to the call and to the person who sent them. So they are working hard in every area. I have a reverend here. He's from Bermuda. Do you know Bermuda? Have you heard of Bermuda Triangle? Yes, you can get lost over there. Don't pass the next time. I don't know how he manages to come and go. Yes, far away somewhere there on some island, but there's a church there, and he's preaching there, and he's ministering in that place. Many pastors, they don't even want to do one branch. Yes, because, like somebody would say, because of what they have seen it before. That's why when you go to a Lebanese shop, they don't employ your brother to be the cashier in the place. No. You not get there that your brother is the cashier there. It is the owner himself or the, his wife or his son or daughter is the one sitting there collecting the money. If they employ you, they will ask you to load the goods into the person's car. You will not see money, you will not touch money because they know that if they leave this sensitive aspect to somebody, anything can happen to the business. It will collapse right now. Yes. Oh, yeah. They are there. Chinese restaurant. Proper Chinese restaurant. There's no proper Chinese restaurant. What is it? It's black people who are running the place which a Chinese person has done. They are there them not because they are the only people who know the recipe. Recipe, everybody can learn. Yes. But it is about the loyalty, the money, which is the main reason for doing what we are doing over here is the money. So we have other people can wash the 
plate. Others can serve the food. Uh, the tips that you will get from the customers, that one is okay. You can take it. People at the car park to help you park your car. Eh? The people are in the kitchen there. They are cooking. I don't think it's they themselves who are in there sweating. They get others to sweat. I don't want to say others like... <laughs> Yes, others are in the kitchen sweating. But when it comes to the sensitive and the money, stay in the kitchen. Yeah. So, it is very important because those who understand, they know that if you leave the thing for some other people, it is not going to work. You have a business, maybe you're doing well, you want to do another one in Kumase. Are you moving from Accra to Kumasi to go and grow that business, the branch of the business there? Or you stay in Accra and let somebody grow it over there for who is the person there? That's the whole problem. So it can only become mega. It can only increase. It can only become big. It can only become great when you have somebody who is faithful, somebody who is loyal, somebody who, 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 who would who stayed to the thing that he has said he would do and what he said he should do. And he's taking charge of it somewhere for you. Because, look, having a business with branches is also not the same as having one. Like you have a shop, there's one in Kukumimle and one in Afiaman and there's one in uh, 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 Tema and there's one in uh, Bojasi. It's not the same as having one in Ofanko, and you are the one sitting there. It, it, it will grow to a, only to a point. Only to a point. But for it to be very great, you have to be able to expand it to different places. But that's where the problem is. I still pray for business people and those who are there. May God give you loyal people, faithful people, that you yourself be a loyal person and God gives give, to give you loyal people. Because like the church, I was saying, it takes people who are loyal. One time, a certain pastor left the church in Accra here. By his living, about three or four churches were closed down. Yes, because he left, and then because he was the pastor in charge, these churches were under him. He scattered the people in the churches, all these churches, the leaders, he has carried them away, and everything. so suddenly, some three, four, five churches are no more. Yes, that's what can happen. Because they were all under him in that area. It can be devastating. Yeah. So nothing can grow well and be successful until you have real loyal people. So those who are pastors and those who are shepherds and those who are workers in the church and we talk about church growth and mega churches, it takes loyalty. It takes more loyalty than evangelism. Oh, yeah. It takes more loyalty than a church building. Because you can have a church building, put air conditioner in it, 
But if the leaders are some way, the, the, the people who should help for the church to work and to grow, they are fighting one another and talking and uh, going into political groups and everything. You'll be there and you see that the thing is not working. It's all working around you because you have some way people. May God give us loyal people, make us loyal. Lift your right hand and pray that God will make you that loyal person because it is through loyalty that growth will come. And then may God give you loyal people, people who help you, whatever you are doing and whatever your cause, people who will stand with you and will never change, but they will continue as they said they will do. Until what you are doing becomes very great. Say amen. The next one, I have only seven points. I'm on number six. You need loyalty to have a long-lasting ministry. Is that not so? Long-lasting. So, again, in church, you find out that when the founder of the church is no more, there can be serious confusion. This one says, I'm in charge. I'm in charge. They fight, and then that is the end of it. That's the end of the church. They understand. But anything that God uses you to do, you must have the mind and the aim that this must outlive me. I'm not just doing it in my time. This church branch cannot just be here because I'm here. I say I am because I'm the first pastor in this place. It must continue to be a church more vibrant with more people and working better. That's why we do transfers. So that for a church, it doesn't depend on one person. That's how I'll be going on transfer. Yeah. True. One day, one day. Yeah. And by the grace of God, our prophet is very anointed. And God is using him to organize the church in a way that it doesn't depend on him. Yes, whether he's around or not. Even last night, I was in a meeting until dawn this morning. And a lot of our meetings are on that. Yes. Long-lasting ministry. It will be there your children will be in it, your children's children, and everybody will be part of it. But this is what we are not able to do in Ghana. Yes. You think of Ghanaian businesses and things like that. Even before the end of the founder's life, then, because as I'm talking, there are names that are coming to my mind, which have been here in Ghana and very powerful, and those days, if you mention, there's a very powerful somebody, but it didn't work out. Even sometimes, 
the very children of the person are the ones who will come and fight and destroy everything. Yes. The very children. But it takes loyal people who will take up the mantle and run with it and run well and do what has to be done so that whatever has been done will not be for just one generation and after that generation, then it is no more. You have business that will transcend generations. Yes. It will live on after you. But maybe even the founders themselves, you the business owners, it's like, look, let me do something once I'm alive so I'll get something to eat. Once I'm gone, I don't need food anymore. And those who are there, it's up to them. Whatever they do, they can do. But all the things we hear, irritate um, Ford. Is it not a person? Yes. What? Mercedes Benz is a person. It's a human being who formed the thing and it is still there today with the person's name on it. iPhone. Well, I mean, yes, it's also there. The main person died. But it's still there. But they have all things that have been around even restaurants, McDonald's, yes, many, 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 many years. I read something and they showed how the whole thing started. Somebody was there with his pension, something, small money be, and he started something. And it became McDonald's, and there are human beings called McDonald's. It's not like the human beings have taken the food name. It's the food that took the human beings name, and it's still there up till now. God will use you to do things that will live out, live you, and be there after you, and do well even when you are not there. Because God will give you faithful people who will be there to help things to work. Amen. Now, the last point, number seven, is we need loyalty in order to reap our full reward. Those who benefit from the blessings of success are the faithful and loyal ones. One day we all hope to hear the famous words, well done, good and faithful servant. Those who stick with you through difficult times are different from those who come in when everything is working well. Jesus himself told his 12 disciples that they would be treated differently from any other famous minister. They will have a special kingdom and their names would even be written on the foundations of the new Jerusalem. Wow. And the wall of the city had 12 foundations. In them, the names of the 12 disciples. Revelation 21, 14. So, to reap the full benefits or the full reward of your labor. You have to stay on and work on because, you see, people go to church and it's like they are looking for a blessing. 
I have to get it now. If I don't get it now, I'm moving on. And you keep moving on and moving on because the blessings is a lot of things. They don't just happen. Are you listening to me? They don't just happen like you, you, you just enter into it. Then this blessing has come and that blessing. And that, you need patience. There's a scripture, ye have need of patience. That after ye have done the will of God. Um, Hebrews chapter 10. I think it should be verse 36. Very good. You have need of patience that after you have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. Are you there? Nothing, look, patience. And he said that those who have been there, God has a way of blessing them. If you take the apostles, Peter, James, and John, and all these, Bartholomew, and uh, uh, Thomases, and things, said their names are written on the 12 foundations. Maybe somebody will ask, what did they do? Because after them, let's say even in the Bible, if you see somebody like Paul, you say, but Paul worked harder. And he himself said it, I labored more abundantly than they all. He said it for himself. But his name is not on any foundation. That says that those who have been there from the beginning, that a young man is standing at the shore and he calls here and says that, leave your business and come and follow me. Then they leave to go and follow him. It is very different from when Jesus had multitudes following and everything. And then in the course of that, you say that you applied to be a disciple and they receive you in. It's very different. And every place is like that. People who can believe, sometimes even in marriage, it's like that. Because you have to believe the person when he is nothing. And that's why some people cannot marry. Because they want, they call it what? Already made person. Somebody who is okay, he has a sky, he has a this, and he has a that. And then he comes in a, a air-conditioned BMW. That's why you are still there. But you have to believe so that you can have the full reward of it. There's always a reward. The way you see it, it will never be like that. Yes. It's quite easy to come to this church because it's a church. Is it not a church? When you come, it's a church. There's church building there's a choir, there, uh, this is what? Airport starts. What church has airport starts? Only our church. It, there's this, there's that. But it wasn't like that. People came into the church like Pastor Sedu. He came to laugh at me in the church. But he has stayed with me. All this while. For so many years. So if I look at the people who have been there as a person, I see him, no matter, he laughed at me, that's okay for that time. But he has been there in spite of laughing at me. Somebody was invited to a church. He's a bishop in our church now. And then he asked the person who was invited, inviting him about how many are you in the church? There are about 15, so grow small, grow small. When you grow, I'll count. 15, sir. Uh-huh. To open the beer. 
and yet already done, already developed, and already okay. It is not easy. You have to have faith and believe in it and work in it and work on it and be on the job. If you're a pastor and you have to do a branch church, you have to know that it's not like where you are coming from. You need to do work. And many people don't even want to do branches because they want to be comfortable in the place that is already, you know, done and set up and everything is working, their instrument. And, uh, but that's not how we started. There was a time that our choir, the choir in the church had four members. And I always remember them. Yes. Four. One, two, three, four. Is it four? That's the choir of the church. Yes. So there's a reward for the people who are able to believe when there is nothing. And stay on and reap the full benefit, even your membership in the church. The full benefit is in the future. It's not in the past. You have people you know, a pastor who knows you, and um, I mean, things about you, they are not strange. You are not like a stranger who has just arrived, and we are now trying to find who you are and how to relate with you and things like that. There's one of our members, he was trying to uh, play the, in school, say, buffoonery. Is it English at all? <laughs> I don't know what it is, but that's what we used to say. And I called him, trying to leave the church. I don't know whether trying to leave, trying to be something. You know how it starts. I called him, I said, come. I spoke, I said, look, if somebody else is trying to do what you are doing, it's okay. I may just look on and allow the person, but you, no way. No, 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 no. I'm afraid of some people, but not you. I told you, there are people I'm afraid of, but not you. You, I'm not afraid of you. Come on, organize yourself and come back into the church and come and do this, 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 that in the church. What do you mean by that? As a person, are you one of the people the pastor is afraid of? Huh? They said what? They said they think so, eh? Yeah, but I told you that I'm afraid of some people. But not you. You, I'm not afraid of you. I can call you to order. And you need a lot of strength and diabolic infusion to disobey my command at this time. Yes. Because I'm not suggesting it. It's a command. So for you to not obey what I would say, then you need, do you know, diabolic infusion. Some, some spirit and some power should be helping you to say no, because I'm not suggesting, it's not good for you to be there. I said, stop what you are doing. Come back and sit here and do ABC. Then you have to be now counted. No, I won't. Then we know that we are there. If you have that strength, then I will respect you. 
because I know that you have gone far. There are people who marry, I tell them, look, if you mean the marriage, you misbe, I will call you and take my belt <laughs> and whip you and then tell you what to do and send you back. But there are some people to you just eh, ooh, ooh, ah, because you see the full reward comes when you have been around and you are known and you are flowing and and you are part of the system, you are part of the the family. I mean, what is it? So longevity and relationships should get better as they stay longer. Are you with me? I mean, some people say, I've been in this church for a while, so I'm looking for another one. I'm saying, I not papa. It's the same way he said, I've married this woman for a while, so I should look for another one. I don't need my papa. But you know, this is where I am. For my life, for whatever, you are not counting years. Yes, I'm there. And God will bless you in this place. 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 My short life and young life, I've seen people who have been around in the church. And at, later on, when you look at this, is that the same person? Yeah, no, 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 no. God has blessed the person. God is changing their lives. Professor. Small girl, I mean, in, she used to come with her sisters to the children's church. Yes. We were there when she was, she was JSS or what, SS. Yes, when she even went to school, which was a university, like a wild thing that happened. And I remember when you were in school, first year I called you to come and help me in a program, and you said you're yeah, in university, so you won't come. <laughs> I remember all that. God will bless your faithfulness. God will reward 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 your faithfulness. Your marriage will get better and better as you stay at it and as you work at it. In the beginning, it will be like a young man standing at the insurance and saying, come and follow me. Then he say, who are you? What do you have? Uh, where is your ministry? They didn't ask that question. They just followed. But as they went on, it got better and better until now. They have their names written on the foundation of the new Jerusalem. There's no pastor on earth who has a big church of one million people who can have his name written on that foundation. But Bartholomew is there. You ask, what did he do? Because he was faithful. He was loyal. And he was there. Look, God wants us to build a large ministry and a long-lasting ministry, a work that will remain not in our generation, but many generations after, people will be there. They'll be preaching like we are preaching. They'll be doing evangelism like we are doing evangelism. They'll be doing crusades like we do crusades. They'll be carrying people like we are carrying people. We are not going to stop it. We are not going to change it. And you are the loyal person God is looking for. That your loyalty is what will cause this thing to happen. Yes. It will cause it to happen. 
and for yourself. May God give you loyal people. Not people who are given to change. Every young lady here who is not married, lift your right hand like this. You are protected from deceivers. People who will come and deceive you and change tomorrow and become something else tomorrow. You are delivered from them and you are protected from such people in the name of Jesus. And you yourself too, you will not be like that. When you say, I am, you are. The Bible talks about those who swear to their own head and change not. It doesn't also mean that if you are not married and the person is not your, that one you should marry, the thing is not going well. Look, if you are in a relationship, it, 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 uh, before marriage, you are beloved. It must be extra sweet. Marriage has its sweetness. But this one must, that's where a lot of the sugars and the salt and the onions and the babies and the, uh, the, uh, the, the phone rings. Hello. Hey. You are there. You see, but when you know they are going to ask you about school fees and things like that. Ah, yeah, not hello. They are very different. <laughs> That's why I said that it, it, it doesn't remain. It changes along the way because the tensions and the things that come into the system. At the beginning where there's no, none of uh, the rent is due. Have you forgotten that their rent is due? So I'm calling to remind you. And as they are calling you, you know that it's about rent. Will you say, hello, dear, I miss you. Are you there? Hello. Uh, at the end. Uh, rent, no. Oh, make I, make I, don't worry. Bye-bye. But the beginning, so if you have a beloved, you should think about it now. Because even now that there's no rent and there's no school fees and there's no chop uh, money involved, you can't flow where you are quarreling and things. Then when all these pressures come in, I don't know how it will be for you. So that one you have to think. So I'm not saying that even when you know that the thing is not good, cry, be loyal and stay in. It's better to break it now than to break it tomorrow. Yes. It's better to break it now than to break it tomorrow. You have to enjoy not by having sex. Yes. That beloved. Like the fellowship is sweet. Ah. You can talk. Ah. As the married people, whether they can talk, ah. a generic cause. Uh-huh. I called because of when you are in a relationship, do you call because of? Yeah, you have just called, but now they call because of. May God give you faithful people. People who help you. 
who will be with you, who will not disappoint you through thick and thin. They will be there with you as you yourself are faithful. There are faithful people who are also there to stand with you and help you in all your ways. You shall never fail. You shall never be left alone. But you yourself stay faithful to the cause. If you say, I belong to this church, belong to the church and belong well. May God give you the grace to belong and to belong well. To be involved, to do something. If you say, I'm in this ministry, the faithfulness, the loyalty to the ministry and to the call and to the work. I'm a pastor, the faithfulness, the loyalty to the call and to the work. May God give it to you. You say, I'm here to support the work that is being done. May God give you the strength to remain faithful and loyal to it. And may God give you faithful and loyal people to take you far in your life. In Jesus' name, Amen. Every standing, every standing. You are here today, you want to give your life to Jesus. I want to give you this opportunity. Pastor, pray for me. I need to be born again today. I want my name to be written in the book of life. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand and I pray with you. Father, bless these ones with a blessing from heaven. Grace, mercy, to stay faithful to the end. Say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, Come into my heart today. Forgive me my sins. Wash me in the blood. Thank you for dying for me. Amen. God bless you.